Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Out for his kindness, his mesiras nevish for other people, his care for other people is something that's extraordinary, and it's a schus. The midah to build a bias, to build a home, is chesed, is kindness. Avram Avinu, who's the example of a bias, the example and the start of our people, I always say that it's pretty remarkable. Our people did not start with the Rebbe and its Talmidim. We've had Maishu Rabbeinu came in the middle, and certainly Maishu Rabbeinu brought our people to, he, he, he taught us Torah, but our people start with Avram and Sarah, with the Mishpacha. And the Mid of Avram Avinu is Chesed Avram, is kindness. And the start of our people is a beautiful home that the shrashim of a home are kindness, are giving, are caring. And Menachem is certainly well equipped with the Mid of Chesed. We're very confident that you'll build a beautiful and wonderful Jewish home. So, welcome, Rabbi. I want to I wanna speak about something that Rai Sun and Shine Shlita spoke last night. We're holding Erev Shvuas. This is the last of the Shleish Yisimei the last of the days of preparation for the Chag of Shavuos, that Siyat HaDashmaya is coming tonight. And I want to I speak about something, Shui, that Rai Sunshine spoke last night. I felt it was appropriate in our base medrash, somebody, if the guys will remind me who asked this question, we, guys took turns saying on others, and one of the Chavra asked a bomb kasha. And the kashi asked, that was, it was gripping, because it's just true as kasha, is in Avais, Perik Bays in Avais. Rabbi Yaisiyamir. Perik, it's Perik Beis and Avais Mishnah Yodzayin. Never get overly confused, Joshua. When people quote what Mishnah something is in Avais, so you'll memorize the Mishnah, and then you'll open it up, and it's not there. You're like, I'm convinced it was Perik Beis. This has happened to me a number of times. Like, I have something in my mind. Perik Beis Mishnah Yodzayin. Then I look it up. It's not there. I'm like, what is my brain going Understand that the count of the Mishnah may may is not exact. We don't care. The Mishnayas were written out, Perak Bays. What Mishnah number, different versions can break them up in different ways. There's no such count, Joshua. There's Perakim and Mishnayas. The fact that it's Mishnah Yudzayan, that could be in this Siddur. Then you'll go to a different Siddur and it will be counted as Yudtes. Tesvav, <laughs> so many a good person has memorized the Mishnah, and you're like about to give a shi'ar, okay, Perik Beis, Mishnah, uh, and you, you, chal- you think your memory's off, you think you need to go back to Rabbi Kiva's memory course again. Often the Mishnayis are just, if different versions have them listed as different Mishnayis, break it up differently, Josh. So, Perik Beis, Mishnah Yudzayin in this version. Rabbi Yaisi Aimer, Rabbi Yaisi says, in the middle of Rabbi Yaisi, he says, I'll read the first one. Let's read Torah. The money of your friend should be as precious as your own money. We discussed the, the link between that which we own and ourself is much deeper than we think. 
we said that you do an Aveira and the guy's house gets a wound, Rev Tzaddik says that your money comes, Mishayrish Nishmasai, Daniel showed me. So your money is much linked. Tzaddikim are very careful with their money. And the money of your friend should be as precious as your own money. Just like your own money, you're very careful with your own money. Your money of your friend, you have to be extremely careful with the money of your friend. It's very interesting, the word like chaviv was precious. Very interesting. Your own money is chaviv to you. It's very precious. The money of your friend should be chaviv. Very interesting to me, the word like chaviv was precious. Should be, I would think the Mishnah would say, Yezahir. Yezahir, be careful with your friend's money like you're careful with your own. It says the same way your money is precious, his money should be precious. There's something very interesting, chavivus, a preciousness. You should see his money as very precious. The gift Hashem gave him, there's something precious, very interesting. The statement that I want to focus on that a guy asked is, Haskin Prepare yourself. Eliyot Jacobi says, Kasha, bomb Kasha. Haskin Atzma Lil Matayra. Prepare yourself to learn Taira. Work at it. She'ena Yerushalach. It's not an inheritance for you. Rav Chaim Velazhin asked this Kasha amongst in the Ruach Chaim, amongst many other Mepharshim, Frekt Eliyot Jacobi. It's not a Yerusha. What's the first Pasuk from Devarim that you teach a youngster? Taira Tziva Lanu Maisha. My Rasha Kilas Yaakov. It's our Yerusha. It's my Rasha Kilas Yaakov. It's our Yerusha. It's the first halacha you teach a youngster. And the Mishnah says, prepare yourself to learn Taira. It's not a Yerusha for you. Are you serious? It's a Pasuk. Now I do admit, the Lashen of the Pasuk is my Russia, not Yerusha. And I've heard Shtikluch Torah that it's not a Yerusha, that my Russia and Yerusha is different. And it says my Russia, Kilas Yaakov. My Russia sounds like the word a heritage. You're obligated to give it over, but. Pashtus, and we'll see in, in Shas, of course it means Yerusha. It's a Yerusha that you don't just get, but you should also give. That's my Russia, but it is a Yerusha. So what's going on? And Mishnah says, prepare yourself to learn Torah. It's not a Yerusha. And then the Pasuk says, it is a Yerusha. My Russia, Kilas Yaakov, it's a Yerusha. So that is, that's the question Elio Jacobi asked. A very, very beautiful question. So let's put that on the back burner. I do want to get to that question. That question is tantalizing. <laughs> it, it's rare that you'll have such a bomb kasha. You have a Mishnah that says, She'eni Yerushalach, and you have a Pasuk that Torah says it is a Yerusha. It's like tantalizing the question. Reb Chaim Velazhin asked this question in the Ruach Chaim. It's a bomb kasha, Maish. That's not a minor kasha. The Pasuk calls it a Yerusha. The, the Mishnah says, so that's a question I'd like to put on hold for a second. My sons are Zaycha to go to a shear in Eretz Yisrael. They're Zaycha to go to a shear from a Yid who's the Mashkiach of Hevron Yeshiva. 
He is a Talmud Chacham, a very erudite, tremendously intelligent and brilliant man. One of the real, where Zaycher had Naftali, a brilliant Ben Tyre in the yeshiva, and Naftali heard Shiurim, he comes to Tyre Schaim this year, this Mashkech of Hebron. Very, very intelligent person. He's very quick and sharp and says beautiful shtikluch Tyre. He said a word that, that I found intriguing. I really am not I'm not so fancy. I'm not the fanciest guy. I want to bring out a point of, within a beautiful fancy, Shnikoltari said, I'd like to focus on a point, a very simplistic point, that I think is important. Rashi and Bamidbar, Rashi says, says, Ela told us Aaron and Moshe. These are the children of Aaron and Moshe. And then it proceeds to list the children of Aaron. Bizarrely, says, These are the children of Aaron and Moshe, and it says, Eilish Mois Bnei Aaron, Nadav Aviyu Elazav Yisamer, it doesn't list Moshe Rabbeinu's children. So very strange to say, I'm about to tell you the children of Moshe and Aaron, and then it just lists, it says Aaron and Moshe, it says Aaron first, these are the children of Aaron and Moshe, and it just lists the children of Aaron. Says Rashi, Ve'enoi maskel b'nei Aaron. It says these are the children of Aaron and Moshe, and then it only lists Aaron's children. doesn't list Moshe Rabbeinu's children. V'nikru toldais Moshe, yet they are called the children of Moshe, l'fishalom dam taita, because Moshe Rabbeinu taught them taita. Milamed, we learn from here, Rashi's bring a Gemara Sanhedrin daf yud tes, it's a Gemara, says Rashi, Milamed, we learn, if you teach your friend's son Tyra, God treats it, you gave birth to this child. If you teach your friend's son Tyra, it's worth it to come to Yeshiva to hear this question. I want you, Maishla, to become a more sensitive person. I want the guys to learn how to learn Torah. So we're going to learn, and we're also more going to learn how to learn. Always read Chazal exact. Words of Torah are very precise. You make a mistake. When I was younger, I was guilty of this. I want to change. I'm trying to change. Chazal says something. You could walk away. This was me. I got it. If you teach, if you teach somebody Torah, you gave birth. Be more precise. The Dvar Hashem, Hashem speaks in words. In every ice, in every letter is profound lessons. It doesn't say if you teach somebody Torah, you gave birth to them. Bemis is a strange part of Chazal. Chazal are precise. Torah is from God. It's exact. It's exact. There's no extra words, no extra letters, Dubi. Listen to what Chazal say in Sanhedrin Daf Yutes. If you teach the son of your friend Tyra, the Tyra treats it you gave birth. Why not it say if you teach somebody Tyra, you gave birth to him? Now every yid has a father. You don't got to say if you teach somebody with a dad... I'm it's the irony is not lost if you teach somebody Tyra, you gave birth to him. Why would it say and everything's exact? If you teach the son of your friend, it's like you gave him birth. 
So now, it could be Chazalik want to point out, the man has a father, but if you teach a kid with a father, you also gave birth. Like, you superseded or joined with the father. If you teach somebody Torah, everything's inherent there. Chazal don't say an extra letter. If you teach somebody Torah, you gave birth to him. Now, obviously, you don't know how to point out, guess what? He has another father, uncomfortable thing. <laughs> you gave birth if you teach somebody Torah. Now, I want to make this clear, by the way. We learn, we learn, it bothers me a lot when people learn that they don't acknowledge, like we, we're studying me and you. I want to say nobody ever replaces dad. Ever. Ever. Dangerous. Many a bacher tries to have somebody. Nobody replaces. We get a dad. There's no replacement for dad. We have a physical dad. The only one in the world who, can, who, who has shaykhs to a physical dad is Avinu Sheba Shemayim. We have three partners in a person. Mom, dad, and the Rabbi Those are our three partners. We don't, when we speak about a Rebbe in turn, Kili Yoladai, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, Arba Shutfim Ba'adam, Dad, Mom, Hashem, and Rebbe. It doesn't say that. It says, Shaloi Shutfim Ba'adam, three partners in a man, a Gemara Kedushin, Mom, Dad, Hashem. So we're, we're, there's an aspect of a person teaches somebody tires kiliyaladai. A rebbe is huge. He does not replace a father in, in the slightest. Shleisha shutzvadam. I used to wonder to myself, ask to myself, if 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 my kid, if their rebbe would be in distress and I'm in distress, they save their rebbe, not me. So maybe I miss why? Because the rebbe brings tayilam abba, I bring tayilam azeh. So I always wonder, us fathers are so stupid, we should be like missing the boat. Let me bring him to Eilam Abba. Like, I'm so silly. And of course, you only could go to Eilam Abba if you brought to Eilam Azeh. I think many parents try to bring their kids to Eilam Abba and they mess up as parents. Your job is to bring him to Eilam Azeh. Make sure he's comfortable and safe. And Be'ez Hashem, and the place you're in Eilam Azeh, we can acquire everything. A parent's job is to bring a kid to Eilam Azeh. That's a task that a parent must meet, has to meet, was entrusted to do. Make sure your kid's comfortable. Many a parent has tried to be a Rebbe and given up the job of being a parent, and much damage is done. The kid has no Rebbe because he has no parent. He's only misogal to have a Rebbe because he has a parent. Is your kid comfortable? Is your kid okay? Is he happy? Is he sleeping enough? Is he taking care of himself? Bring him to Elam And all too often a parent tries to bring him to Elam There's no Elam There's no Elam there's Eilam becomes Eilam The parent's job is to bring him to Eilam to make sure there's a healthy, comfortable, grounded person who's shayach to Eilam of course. So it says here, Yes, this mashkiach in Hebron. The question is so sophisticated, it's nuanced, and it's so accurate. And learn to learn this way, Avram. Learn to learn this way. Don't take Chazal. Oh, I got what they said. If you read the Chazal fast, if you teach your friend's son, if you teach your friend's son, Tyre, you gave birth to him. Why talk that way? If you teach a person, Tyre, you gave birth to him. A chazal just being cute because pointing out that he had a parent. I mean, every human being has a parent. We know that. Call Malamid Yisrael Everything's taught. If you teach a Yitar, you gave birth to him. It doesn't say that. It says if you teach Ben Chaveray, the son of your friend Tyre, you gave birth to him. What is this? That was the Diuk. I appreciate that Diuk a lot. 
I don't say you have to agree. The Teretz is a little happy. I'm not sure I think the Teretz is what the Pshat is. I wanted you to hear the Kasha. But this is the Kasha Komlamid ben Chaver. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says as follows. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, I love this Gemara. I love this Gemara. And then I'm, I wanted to answer some of the Kashas we asked. But then I want to talk practically to everybody here. The Gemara says, Amrav Yudam Arav. It's a Gemara Sanhedrin, Sadi Aleph, and Bezer. My son in Shine Shleta taught us this Gemara last night, and he said as follows Amrav Yudam Arav. Rav Yudam Arav said, If you hold back a, 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 one Allah from a student, you don't want to teach somebody, You stole. From the Nachla Avaisav. He had a right to Torah. You're a thief. You're a thief. If you're Meneya Halach, if you hold back a Halach from somebody that you could teach, you stole from him what's rightfully his. Shenem our Torah Siva Lanu Maisha, my Rasha Kilas Yaakov, my Rasha Lechol Yisrael, Mishashis Yemei Brashis. It's our right. It belongs to us. Mishashis Yemei Brashis. Give a guy back what belongs to him. If you're meineya halacha from a Talmud, you stole him from nachla savaisav. You stole him from the nachla of his father. Like it says, It's a Yerusha from Sheshis Yimebrechis. We're entitled to Torah. It is ours. My Rasha Kilas Yaakov. It belongs. It's the right of every single Yid, to the point that if you don't teach, you're an elitist. Oh, no. I'm for the bigger ballet kish or whatever nonsense and ridiculousness that you come up with to exclude somebody from Tyra, you're a thief. You're a robber. Understand. Chazal are very, very exact. And Chazal say, if you're you exclude somebody. No, no. In some snobby form, it takes all different forms. Understand, you, you're a thief. You're asadin. You stole somebody from that that he zaychef. It's a nachla from his father, and you stole it from him. It's not only yours. It's not only yours. It's my Russia. Belongs to Klai's Yerusha of Klai Yisrael. Am Reb Chana Shimon Chasida. Reb Chana Bar Business said in the name of Reb Shimon Chasida, <laughs> If you hold the halacha back from one Talmud, even an uber, even a child in the mother's stomach curse you out. You're cursed. A person gets cursed for holding back he gets a curse. Even an Uber is not yet born curses him out for holding Allah from holding back Allah. Every yid has a right to Torah. Now, said this yid, this Mashkiach in Hebron, he wanted to say as follows that why did Chazal teach it? We asked the Kasha, Avi, a very sensitive Kasha. Rashi in last week's parasha says that. Rashi brings that 
the Gemara in Sanhedrin, that called as Ben Chaveire Taira. If you teach your friend's son Taira, Malal of of the Taira treats its Kiliyaladi, he gave birth to him. Ask the Mashkiach in Chavrin, it should say if you teach a Yid Taira. Why does it say Ben Chaveire? Said the Mashkiach in Chavrin, Every yid has a right, it's nachlas avoisav, like the Gemara in Sanhedrin says. If you don't teach a yid Torah, you stole, because he deserves it from his father. My rush, it's nachlas avoisav. We have this passed down. See, he said, Komulamides ben chaveri means that he was supposed to get something from his dad. And your milamides, you eat kiliyolada, you get, he's a ben chaveri. He's, he's a son of somebody. It's Madgish. It doesn't just speak homolamitarily Yisrael. He said, homolamit is ben chaveira. You handed him something that he was entitled to get from his father. I'm not sure, I'm not sure the Teretz is great. I'm not sure that's what Chazala being Madgish. Homolamit is ben chaveira Torah. I'm not sure. I like the question more than this answer. He's trying, it's Gishmak. But, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, the question's better to me. But the, the, the Yisait Advarim, that every single Yid, it's a Yerusha for us. The question's, what do we do with Eliyahu's question? Here you have Chazal that are so stark, it's our Yerusha and our right. And what I just want to say simple, I like simple, I'm not such a happy guy, I like simple, is there's different aspects to getting a Yerusha. Mitzad Echad is a part of a Yerusha. When somebody inherits money, this is a talked about topic. There's a Pasuk in Mishle, and the Pasuk in Mishle says as follows. The Pasuk in Mishle says, Wealth from nothingness disappears. And everybody, that Pasuk is one of the smartest things I ever heard in my life. Wealth from nothingness, Yemayat, disappears. You could do studies on lottery winners time and time again. They lose the money in incredibly fast fashions because they didn't work hard to gather it. The end of the smartest man who ever lived, connected to Shvuiz, Shleima Melech, David's son. And the end of the Pasuk says, al yad, if you gather carefully, al yad, by the work of your hands and carefully, year but you get a lot. People who gather with diligence acquire and maintain, and people who get it easily, easy come, easy go. Anybody could check up studies of people who win lotteries, it disappears. People inherit a lot of money from their parents is the same as lottery winners. It is money that comes easy and goes easy. You just find it in your bank account. Guess what? In inheritance, a guy's a poor guy. A relative dies, and all of a sudden he's rich. The key is like this, Rabbi say. And Chazal are, very, are saying very exact things. The, the Mishnah in Avais is saying it's not a Yerusha. It means that it doesn't happen automatically. A Yerusha, it's an aspect of Yerusha. She'ena Yerushalach. Prepare yourself to learn Torah. It's not an easy come thing. It's not just a pshat that one day you just find it in your bank account. Prepare yourself. Bust it. Bring it. 
It's not that aspect of Yerusha that you just find it. Yerusha is one day you wake up and you're rich. It's like, it's wonderful. We should keep all our loved ones for long, long years. But there's an aspect of Yerusha, you didn't work for it. And it pops into your account. When that happens, that's the Pasuk and Mishlei. Instant wealth this disappears. Tyrus Eni Yerusha doesn't work like that. It doesn't just pop into your possession. And that's the Mishnah Navis. Nonetheless, it says, My Rasha Kilas Yaakov, it's our Yerusha, means we have a right to it. We have a right to it. It belongs to us. We have a right to Tyra. We fit Tyra. We belong with Tyra. It's a very, there's almost no Masha like this in the world. Imagine you have a right, every right to billion dollars, every right. With one caveat, you got to work for it. With one tenai that comes along, it's a strange mitzayus. Because if it's mine, so then it's mine. It's yours, you're entitled and you have a right to it. I would picture like a father who wants to leave his kid an inheritance, a very unusual Yerusha. Usually the Yerusha is, guess what, you're in the will, great uncle Freddy left you over, great aunt... Flusker left you over a million dollars, you're in the will, it's yours. Here, something belongs to you by all rights, it's yours. Mm-hmm. With one caveat, you got to work for it. The great Aunt Flusker said that you could have it as long as you work eight hours a day, ten hours, twelve hours a day. Very unique type of Yerusha. So the Mishnah in Avais, which says, Eina Yerusha is expressing that it doesn't have the aspect of Yerusha, that you just have it, and Hain Mehevel, it doesn't work. Eina Yerusha it's not a Yerusha in that way. Haskein Aswa Prepare yourself to learn Taira, bust it and bring it. The Gemara which describes, My Rasha Kilas Yaakva, My Neya Halacha Talmud. If you don't teach him, if you don't give him the opportunity to learn, you're a thief. It belongs to him. What I want to say to all of us here, very, very stark, right, Sun and Shine described beautifully last night, all of us should be comfortable. Every, he was looking at many people working, many people at different stages in their life. The Torah belongs to you and I, to me and to you. I don't want to say to us, to Klal Yisrael, it's not just my Russia Kilas Yaakov, okay? Cloud Yisrael less Torah. And we could smugly speak, think about Shvois, that Baruch Hashem, we have Talmudic Hacham, which we do. But my Russia Kilas Yaakov means that it belongs to Kol Yachid Yachid, to the point that if you don't teach one guy Torah, you're a thief. You're a robber because you're not giving him what he's entitled to. I am entitled to Torah, you're entitled to Torah. He advised that once to go to a big base medrash, Lakewood, Panovich, Mir, walk into a big base medrash and learn and feel comfortable. Tyra is mine too. Tyra is not ours, it's mine too. I have a place here. I have a right to Tyra. I have a connection to Tyra. The Yid and Tyra are a shidduch. It's our shidduch. It's our personal right. It's our personal connection to Tyra. 
Every Yid has a Chelek in Tyra. And every Yid has a right to Tyra. And every Yid has a Shlomo that Tyra gives him, a, a, a fulfillment. It's the, the Mishnah in Avay says, Tyra is Miraimim Umigadal. It elevates, it enlarges. Tyra changes the game. It says that Tyra has a fascinating capacity. Besides filling up our cup, Tyra creates our cup. If we learn, we have a new capacity to learn. And each and every yid is entitled to limerat Tyra. I have this pet thing, and it bothers me to no end. And it's dangerous for Rebbeim. I have, I have been guilty of this. I get angry about it because it's me. It's very tempting when you're sitting in front of a room full of people. So you can go, Gemara Sanhedrin, you just give one look up and you look smart. Now we all, it's a taifa. Gemara Sanhedrin, you give that one look to the sky and you're saying, Waza ilui. I heard last night, right, Sun and Shine, I went to a lecture. Right, Sun and Shine said, Sadi Aleph in Sanhedrin. So I just heard it last night. But it's so tempting to stand in front of a crowd and look so much. Sanhedrin, you give one look up. The danger is how many people say, he's an Eloi, my Rebbe is a genius. The Torah is given to call Yachid the Yachid me Yisrael. We have a right to Torah. Hashem is talking to us. Hashem is handing us his Torah. And we have a right to learn it, to connect to it. To understand it, and not just to write, he wants us to understand it. I have this weird thing that I don't say lectures, I speak to people. I've taken over from Rebbeim in Yeshiva, and a Bachar in the middle, I don't blame him, in the middle of Shir, like a guy's walking, I'm, like, like, I'm not giving a lecture, it wasn't like if the room's empty, I'm saying on a tape, I'm talking to you, talking to you. Trying to, like, I see a group of guys, hi guys, you, before the Shia, I want to, like, say shalom to every guy. I'm talking to you. It's saying, like, a lecture, the eyes close, you're, you're shooting a lecture to the, to the breeze, and then whoever's here, so you're talking to Hever here. You're talking to people. Hashem, when he said his Torah, is talking to me, to you. Hashem's talking to you. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, when he learned, would say, so So God said that Rava said, he's talking to us. He's talking to us, Hashem. There are people, by the way, when you learn from time to time, stop and talk to Hashem. From time to time, stop and say, Hashem, please let me understand what you're telling me. Please, stop. Middle of your learning, stop. From time to time, I advise it. Stop from time to time in your learning. Say your prayers. Talk to Hashem. Say, Hashem, please let me understand what you're telling me. And go back. And go back, learn a little more. He's telling you stuff. Hashem's telling us stuff. He's telling us, Chachmas Hashem. He's telling me, not us, me, me. And he wants me to understand. I have this thing when I'm stuck on a taste or something and learning. It's talking to me. I'll, I'll, I'll run through the wall. I'm I, it's, if somebody's like, tell you, I don't get what you're saying. So what are you saying? Like you, you talk to a Bachak, I don't hear what he's saying. It's like frustrating. I, we both know English. I don't know what you're saying. Yes, I say it again. He said, I, I don't know. Tell me again, what are you saying? Hashem's talking to us. He's talking to me. He's talking to you when we learn Torah. And each year has a connection and a right to Torah. But of course, this caveat that there's still amelus, go get it. You have to work and work hard for that which belongs to you, to that which you're shy to.
The, old, the analogy that's closest to me, and it'll, I admit that Elio's cash is still bothers me because a Mishnah says it's not a Yerusha. Yes, it is. So it's a funny thing to say it's not a Yerusha. It calls it my Rasha Kilas Yaakov. Yerusha's the way they work is you don't work. So it's a very, the cash, I don't, clearly this Chazal said it's not a Yerusha means there's a Bechena, it has, that's not like Yerusha. It doesn't come automatically. They call it a Yerusha as a Bechena that you're entitled to it. It was left from your father, it's stuck yours. It has a deep connection to you. It's yours. It's interesting. Besides that, it's besides that it's yours. Why? So why would it call it a Yerusha? Even by the way, in what aspect is a Yerusha? I suspect. Why is that a way of saying it's yours? I think it's much deeper. It's something that's yours. That's that your father worked hard for your grandfather. It's a family treasure. It's even deeper. I know a Yid who got an inheritance from his father, and he was cheated by somebody who did a Ponzi scheme. And he was cheating. Everybody who lost their money was very, very hurt. This person I know well got a Yerusha from his father and the money was like crazy important to him. It came from a Yerusha. He had wanted to be something special, maybe a down payment for one of his kids' houses. It was, he wanted to turn that money something special. It was an inheritance from his dad. And like the money was, and then it was robbed in a Ponzi scheme. He tried to make more money with his father's money. He had a tremendous sire of not just losing money. Everybody who lost money felt cheated and robbed, but he lost money that was a link to dad, that dad had worked for. There was something different about that money. The Yerusha of Tyre is something that your father worked hard for, your grandfather. Probably that's why it calls it a Yerusha. It's deep. It's in our bones for Dairus. It calls it, even the Gemara in Sanatia calls it Nachlas Avaisav. It's like a worse robbery than most robberies. You could steal from a guy. So you don't teach Tyra. should say you stole from him. It's his. It's much deeper. You steal something that's his than you steal like a family heirloom. This has been in the Mishpachas and mattered for Dairus. It was the identity of the family. It was everything the family stood for. You, you stole the thing that the Mishpach. I was at a chasna recently, and I was zaycha that they made the chuppah from a mayor pramishlan's becher. I drank, I made sure. I usually, usually when, you, when you're the Masad Kedush, you officiate. So what you do is, you make a bracha, the bracha priagafen, and the bracha on marriage belongs to the chasnan kala. So you make agafen and you make a, the, the bracha on marriage, and then you give the chasnan kala to drink. The problem is that you made a bracha priagafen, and you can't make a birch sanen and not drink. But to drink from the kais is not appropriate. The chasne kala are melech. To touch their kais is very inappropriate. They're a melech. You don't touch a melech's kais. So you're in a rock in a hard place. You made a guffin to be mighty the chasne kala. But on the other hand, to drink from their kais a chutzpah. Before they even drink, chutzpah. The melech, don't touch it. On the other hand, you made a guffin. So what you do is you need a, li- you need a little trick. You overflow it and you make it, you klutzy, you get a little spill. And you get it to go on your, the best is if it spilled a little before, and they're always apologizing, it's the best. And then you give the chachum, and you give a little lick to your hand. You'll watch, if you watch any there mostly that's what happens. They spill a little bit, and then they put their hands, you need a mashu for a brei priyagafen, it's on your hand, l'chaim. 
You take a liquor, and that's what you do. Now. Because the chasen's a melech? Yeah. Now. What if the chasen's also a melech? Nah, nah, the chasen's a melech. I want, what was I get? I wanted to get something. Mayor Premishlana. Oh, that this chasen was the kais for Mayor Premishlana. I was, that lick was nice. I'm drinking from that kais. So after the Chassak they were careful with the Kais, because that's been in the family for Doris. It's that Sadik's Kais. So they put it to the side. I lunge for it. And the Kais said, no, no, we need the Kais. They take that Kais. They're worried not to lose it any Chass. That's in the Mishpacha for Doris. But I grabbed it away. The guy said, I know we need it. I said, I know. I'm just drinking from it. And I, I, I took a sip and I cleared on the Hagafen because I had licked my hand already. I was Yitzhak, the Baracha, but I made sure to drink from that kais. Now, if somebody steals that kais, that's not a normal $200 gneva of a becher. You stole something, the Mishpacha or a mayor Pramishlan drank from this kais. It's a holy item that the family brings out for the children, the children and grandchildren's weddings. They bring it out. That's not a simple thing. This is, this is a family treasure. That's what it means, Yerusha Kilas Yaakov. The aspect that Hashem, why call it a Yerusha? You have to work for it. So why to call it a Yerusha? Any Yerusha Lecha. You have to work for it. Yerusha's come easy. The aspect that it's Yerusha is in the family history. This is the most important thing in the Mishpacha. It's Nachla Savaisav. You're taught to value this. Yezayda, Yeltazayda, Yelta, Elta. The Nikuda that it's Yerusha is, it's something that for the Dairis was the treasure of everybody who came before you. In that way, it's Nachla Savaisav. That's what it means, Yerusha. My Rasha Kilas Yaakov. You're entitled to it. Why call it a Yerusha? You have to work. Yerusha, you don't. It means the aspect that it comes from, uh, comes from Dairis earlier. Dairis have valued this. Dairi, Dairis have, have valued, have lived for this, have made their lives all about the Tyrus. Nachla Savaisav. Kamenea halacha, repeat Talmud. If there's one halacha, you don't teach a Talmud, you're a robber. But you're not just a robber, it's Nachla Savaisav. It's a precious gift he got from Dairis that was valuable to his tata, Zed, the, the extra the kud of the thievery, something that was in the family for Doris of, of, of supreme value. That's the not teaching Torah to somebody. And that's the aspect that it's called the Yerusha. So I'm asking why call it a Yerusha? In certain ways, it's not a Yerusha to bring that aspect that it's Nachla Savaisav. So I want to say to us all on Shavuos, I want us to come to Shavuos with that attitude to make a move towards that which is ours, that which Hashem gave to us, that which we're shaykh to, we have a shaykhs to, each one of us with our own kalim, with our own kaychas, with our own stations in life, are shaykh specifically and uniquely to Hashem's Torah. You're claiming what's yours, stake a claim to what's yours. I'm saying this here, I'm saying this here, not as a way, it's funny, I didn't gather everybody who's coming, uh, what happens in the basement of Shavuos night is nuts. That's the Cheshek There's like something in the basement. I look around. I have not. We have not like set it up. It's not like we have organized. And I will try. Brownstein's this year is setting aside pamphlets. I ask guys learn bechavrusa, go to chaburas, stake a claim to that which is yours. 
Stake a claim to you, you, there's something that you're entitled to, something that is shaykh to us. Our Creator who knows us deeply created something that's miraimim and megadalos, that elevates us. We have shaykhs to Torah, each one of us. It wasn't just given to Kleist, it was given to Kol Yachid, the Yachid. The Ruach in the base Medrash, the only thing I can explain it, like inexplicable, is that shvuas, there's a kayach in the air yearly, there's a kayach that Hashem is, is giving over and giving over to Yidin, your Torah, our Torah, my Torah, my Rasha Kilas Yaakov, that which we're entitled to, that which we have a shaykhist to, and you could see that in the Beis Vash. What we're going to do tonight is Hashem, there will be Shiyurim, Shorai Shapiro, Silver, Mirai Brownstein. I ask, I set up Chabrus, we will have pamphlets given out. I'm going to try to say a shir. Belin Adar at 3.30 to 4.30, the last hour. I'll try to say a shir for anybody who learned the pamphlet. I don't promise chedushim. Every base mash has a chedush. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try. We'll, we'll learn. I'm going to learn the pamphlet. Like you'll, It's going to be on Birchus HaTayra. I happen to love studying things that are relevant. Part of the sug is going to be what happens if you stay up all night. Do you make a new beer chesatayra or not? If or kolalayla. So I think it's geshmach that in this pamphlet we'll have that sug of actually what we're doing. We'll study the actual Torah of what we're doing. I thought that's a cool thing to do shvuas night. The I want to share a thought that I'm like afraid to put on tape. I'm afraid to put on tape a little bit because it's, it's, it's a thought, but I, I want to share you an Erev Shua's gift. I'm leaving on the recording, if anybody hears. It's an Erev Shua's thought. I beg you, till here we learned Gemaras, we learned Chazal. Now Kalish is talking a little bit. I want to share a thought with the Chevra and take it or leave it. I'm always intrigued. Klal Yisrael stays up the whole night. Shvuas were being mechaper, with doing tshuva, that the first year they slept. Klal Yisrael by Arsin, I slept. It said, Maisha, psukim in the Torah. Maisha like went out and gathered Klal Yisrael. It's like bizarre. We were receiving the precious Torah. The whole world waited for this moment. And Klal Yisrael overslept, like slept. And atoning for that, we learned the whole night. And any intelligent person that was the greatest generation knows Chazal are saying something. What in the world does it mean, Avi, they slept? Much is written on this, Avi. I promise you it's not simple. Oh, they just overslept. These were tzaddikim. These were Reb Chaim These were the G'doyle Hadar. You picture like they walked to Kabbalah Satayra. You know how much they were anticipating Kabbalah Satayra? We count Svira. These were G'doyle Oilam. People were k- k- pasha craving Kabbalah satira, and and they all like punk. They they came in, you know, the picture. People walk into shuls like these hot cups of coffee and walk in sleepy eyed. So what they all like, they were excited like crazy. What is going on? The Kleisrael slept. We fix it up and we learn. I want to share something that I think connects to the sugya. There was some aspect of chet. But I want to tell you my personal story. I'd like to share my personal story with the guys. I'm not going to go barichos, it's Erev Shvuas. People should rest up for tonight, for a beautiful Chag. But I want, to, I want to share with you as follows. For many years, the Divrei Tarf, I was preparing for Shvuas. 
I always wanted to know my job. If I'm preparing for Pesach, if I was preparing for Shavuos, for Sukkot, for 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 Purim, for 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 Hanukkah, for a Chag, I wanted to know my task. What's my task? That's always how I wanted to know in Torah. I started getting very, very curious these days. Instead of my task, what is Shavuos? And I want to explain that in Avedis Hashem, we are souls that are drawn to Ruchnius, to this Tashem, to deep and big things. We're drawn a natural draw. When I used to hear revert, what is Shavuos? I used to think, but what am I supposed to do? There was a certain place that I like today hearing what is Shavuos because in a certain way it is true there's an aspect of our Avaydis Hashem that we have to work to accomplish. But do you know lying in bed you're a soul before you accomplish? You know Hashem made something profound and you're shaykh, you're, you're shaykh to big profound things bigger than you? And you're shaykh to that, to really big things. You and I are shaykh to big stuff. I met with a kid this week who looked me in the face and said, I'm struggling with emuna, with faith. Now, Tim, I don't know. I don't know who I am. I'm not sure who I am either in aspects. That doesn't... I just want to know. I, I, I want him one day. It's not one day I want... I used to think I want him to become from. I just want him to find him. I want him to find him, the raging soul that he has. All I want him to find. I want him to find the raging neshama that exists inside. That not not like is from that craves Shabbos. That craves. There's a part in him that like is magn, is a magnet towards Ruchnius. That's a magnet. The almost. That's just what you would do naturally. You would like. You would push towards Tyra and Mitzvahs naturally. That's what the soul is. Now we have blockages to that place. But there's a place in us, a nishma Hashem in us that we're shayach to, that's part of us. Now it's true, there's diligence and effort. And we have all different aspects that we have to be loichim, fight and work. When I was younger, I liked knowing the Torah of fighting. It's true, because there's an aspect of great fight in our life. But I also want to know about the part of soul and what I'm drawn to. And I want to hear, it sounds tantalizing, the truths that I'm drawn to. It actually helps me because when I hear those ideas, there's a certain bechen I'm drawn there. I want to say that I believe they slept Shavuos night is they were tapping in. Sleeping means there's nothing we need to do. And they slept Shavuos night was the akara of who they were and what Tyra is. And it means a certain aspect. They just were in touch with self, in touch with Tyra. There was no work to be done. They slept Shavuos night. I think they were profoundly in touch with that part. I'm sleeping much more these days. All of a sudden, I like Tyra. Tell me about Shavuos. I'm like, whoa. And I find myself drawn there. That's the Bechina they slept. We're Mechapra and we're later Dairus who are not as in touch with that place. And certainly there's an Avaida to work hard and to overcome blockages. I think there's a Bechina of sleeping like that. That sleeping is, I don't have to do work. This is not like, they didn't sense, oh my goodness, Tyra, that, how do I get, how do I get there? I'm a Nishma Sashem. That's Shaykh to big stuff. That's the beginning of sleeping that, that I don't have to work towards this. 
Now it's true, Rabbi said, we have many blockages to that. And we stay up, the Gansanacht, we stay up all night fighting and struggling. I almost view this as the contradiction Elio asked. Tyre is a Yerusha for me, and it's not a Yerusha. I'm so confused. Yeah. Why do you call it not a Yerusha and you call it a Yerusha? I'm confused. So you say, well, it's, Kalish said, it's not a Yerusha because you have to work. So why call it a Yerusha? So I said a shtickle Tyre. So here's the kicker, the pshat I want to say, this Arab Shavuos. I've never said this to a human being. I want to tell you a pshat. I think it calls it a Yerusha is there's a place in us that requires no work. There's a place in us that craves ruchnius. It's like a natural. It's as natural. You ever work to eat a meal? You ever work to eat? You don't work to eat. You're hungry and you're like, just eat. You just find yourself. Nobody ever called it amelus. There's a place in us that with ruchnius, that's the exact same. There's a place in us that craves ruchnius. You can go to sleep. You don't have to do a lot of achana. It's mamish who you are and what we're interested. There's a place like that. That's my Russia Kilas Yaakov. It's Yerusha. It's given for free. And even without a certain toil, it exists. It's what you're interested in. You can access. And yet it says, You have to get yourself ready. Yet there's a part of us, there's a part of us, a chalik in us. So it's not just, well, an aspect of Yerusha, it's two parts of us. There's a part of us that it's very Yerusha, it's Yerusha. By the way, it's just who you are and it's in your, you're a zillionaire. And you crave it, you crave it, you're drawn to it. We every once in a while feel that sense. Every once in a while when we peel away enough. And we have enough other things under control. Like, whoa. I'll tell my wife every once after learning, I love it. I love it. I like doing this. I like this. I'm drawn to this. It, I just ate a steak. That was wonderful. It's Yerusha, my Russia, Kilas Yaakov. A Yerusha with every aspect. Chazal don't say it's Yerusha and it's not really. They tricked me. There's a Bechina that it's Yerusha. I think they slept Shavuos night. It was Yerusha. They went to sleep. Now there's some Avera there. There's some Chet. In their Akara, they forgot about their bodies. It's a Chet. <laughs> they were so lofty, they forgot that your body, that a part, that it's not a Yerusha, you have blockages to it. It's not so easy to access that which is that which is you, that which you're rich, that which you can connect to. We stay up all night and learn. We work and we toil and we fight for something. So I think remember that remember that Yidden back in the day slept all night. I don't think it's such a bad idea to remember. I, I, it's my own pshat. I didn't see this anywhere. I think it might be Emma's. Might be Hashem sent me Emes. I'm telling you the story of my life. All of a sudden, I like Divrei Torah that don't speak about our toil. Because I like accessing the part of myself that's drawn to something. That's drawn, and I hear what Shavuos is. I'm like, I find myself moving to Shavuos. That aspect exists in us. You find what Pesach is. You find what Shavuos is. But anyway, what should I do as if I like a tin can that asks, like, God made something not so gishmak, and I have to, like, bust myself into something. No, there's an aspect that's shlemistin, that's a fire. 
There's Avaida, there's Avaida. We have different parts and different struggles. She'eni Yerushi Lecha. Haskin Prepare yourself. You have blockages to that which, there's a part of you that's drawn there, a part of you that just wants it, a part that's natural, a part that doesn't even need toil. But there's a part of you, Hatzman Atzvalum and yet, they're both true. It's two parts of us. So I don't think it's like two aspects of Yerusha more than it's two parts of us. There's a part, my it belongs to us, it's shayach to us, and there's even a part that accesses it easily. That it's not, it's not a battle. There's a place that it's not a struggle. There's an aspect. But we have blockages, we have different parts. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. It's even interesting to me that it says haskin, prepare yourself. Why didn't it say learn hard, work hard? Let's prepare yourself. It's not a Yerusha. Haskin, it's an interesting Lushan. It should say toil, weird Lushan. Fix yourself to learn Tyre. Toil and Tyre. I think, I think there's a place when you prepare yourself, when you stay up all night, there's a place to yourself that then and thus will just be drawn there. The, the place of, of, of Shkedah's Hatzimah to get yourself ready. There are parts of you that will be misnagged, that will block. And that part you have to prepare and work. There is going to be some blockage, not like any other Yerushalayim. You'll have a blockage to it. But then there's a part that when you when you prepare yourself, that when you'll find yourself like running to it, you're like, you're like drawn to it. It's Yerusha, it's that which you have already. That which you're shayich to, that which you're drawn to, that which your Pashat want. I think there's that aspect. Anybody who knows about Sphira Sa'imer knows the dichotomy in Sphira There's a stira in Sphira Sa'imer. If you know the sugi of Sphira Sa'imer, it's a big stira. Mitzad echad dechenuch, Harishan says we're counting, we're anticipating. But it's not a normal way. We counted today is the 49th day of Aymer. If you didn't count, please count with me, you're commanded. It's a tzivui. Hayayim, tisha, varbaim yayim, shehem, sheva shavoy, slaymer. It's the 49th day, which is seven weeks of the Aymer. So I want to say to the Hever, there's a stira. Mitzad Echad, we count, so we're anticipating. Mitzad Sheni, Mitzad Sheni, that's not the way to count down. You count down. 49, 48, 48. One, ding, ding. You count down to something that you're anticipating. Five, four, three, two, one. Woo! And here you count up. That's a weird way. You don't count up to something. There's a countdown. And the count up is you're working on something. It's a stira. Are you anticipating something or working? So please open up your hearts to something deep. I think they're both components, the Kabbalah Satira. Anticipating that which I am already, that which is mine. That's the count. There's a part, I'm waiting for what I'm entitled to, what I'm drawn to, what doesn't need work. That's one aspect of the count. And yet another aspect is I count up. As I'm I'm working or I'm anticipating. They both exist within the mensch. He's counting to what's his, to what he's entitled, to what he's shaykh to already. That's an aspect of the count. The Baditchev of Levi Yitzk Baditchev asked, the Kash of the Rishonim asked, the, the Balamari asked, the Ran asked, they asked, why don't we make a Shekhayanu on Sviya Saimer? 
a mitzvah that comes once here, you make Shech Yanu. And the Bardet Shavah said, because it's all about waiting for something that's coming. You can't say Shech Yanu, I'm anticipating. I want to get what's coming. Yet there's an aspect to the count that you're building and creating. I don't get it. If I'm not ready, what am I anticipating? I have to build. Do I have to build? Don't I have to build? The answer, there's an aspect of us that's ready already, that's just waiting. The soul doesn't have any work to do. There's an aspect of me and you that's perfect, that has no work to do, that's just craving what it, what it wants, what it needs. There's an aspect of that. That's the soul. We have that in us, a part of us that craves and wants and needs no work. And yet there's an aspect, prepare yourself. We have blockages, get yourself ready. Work, we have all different manias and distractions and side things that we get, we, we lose focus. There's work, there's one, two, there's toil and work on our midas, on ourself to aspect the part of ourself that's already shayif, that already craves ruchnis. So I say to us all, let's go get it. All of us are getting that which we're shaykh to, that which we have a shaykhist to. That which we have shaykhist to, we should be zaykh tonight. We'll learn Torah, we'll be zaykh to a beautiful Chag. I never want the Chag to just be overrun by the night. The minute Yisrael to stay up all the night is crazy. Don't crush my yantiv. It bothers me a lot. We're zaykhid at two days of yantiv. We'll sing, we'll dance, we'll have... Nobody's robbing me. I appreciate yantiv. They'll be dochening. The kaihanim will be doing the whole nine yards. Both days. Rezi's giving a shirt tonight. Second day Both days. We're going to do the whole nine yards. We have. Are there any kaihanim here? No kaihanim. Who's the kaihanim? That's kaihanim. That's kaihanim. Who's the kaihanim in the room? Natan was singing the whole nine yards. The whole yeshiva might even sing along. Shvu this morning, the minig has now become. If you want to say, if you, we're all singing along. We're all singing along. Natan gave us the soul to teach us to sing. There's also a metaphor for action. We're all singing. I don't know if I'm saying Atavas Chaloy, but I'm definitely singing. <laughs> But there's Hashem, it's two days. We're Zaycha, the two days of the Chag. We'll learn all night tonight. We'll have beautiful Suddhas together. Simcha Sachag of claiming that which the Rabbi Shalom designed for us and that which we're Shayach to. You have been listening to a Shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shirim on many topics or to hear an Eon Shir on any Daf in Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each Shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.